So welcome everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I am the COO of the Mortgage Calculator. This is the Loan Officer Sales Training. We do this at 12 p.m. Eastern time every weekday where we talk about the sales end of the mortgage business. Now, today is kind of a crossover because although we're talking about sales, we're also talking about, you know, financing programs, which is some of the type of stuff we would do on some of the other trainings, right? But with creative financing, we want to talk about it on the sales end of being able to solve our borrowers' problems in ways that no one else can. So this comes down, although we're talking about the front end and you're using this on the front end, this really comes down to knowing the programs that we have available, which at the mortgage calculator, we pretty much have everything available and learning how those work. Now, you're obviously going to get you know, better with time as far as, you know, when you have a loan scenario come up, you're going to have to dig into the guidelines more on that type of program with the different investors and lenders that we have for that type of program. So of course, you know, you're going to get better at this with time, but we want to do our research first as well and have as much as we can you know, kind of lined up beforehand. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to pull up the website here. Now, remember all loan officers at the mortgage calculator, you all have your own website. So you have this exact thing. Now, I know something that a lot of people haven't done, which is very simple, which is just go to our loan programs here. So as a loan officer, you want to make sure to check all of these out. They're right here on your website, right? So that's one of the main points I want to put, point out today is that all of you, the takeaway for today should be to come here and look at every single loan product that we have here. Now, of course, we have more than this, but you definitely want to learn more about all of these. Of course, the investment property loans, our favorite loan, DSCRs. So, uh, you know, each page has a explanation of what these type of loans are. For the most part, the type of programs that we have available for that loan type. And so I think a lot of people haven't taken advantage of this. Now, of course, we have Optimal Blue to pull up different programs and pricing. We have our lender spreadsheet with all of the investors and lenders and their websites and their contact info and some of the guidelines and all that kind of stuff. But this is a place where you can actually use, right? It's a little bit more usable and a little bit more simple of just stating what type of loan this is, how does this type of loan work, and what are the general, of course, general types of programs available. As you all know, we have all, you know, over 100 lenders and investors. So there's probably other programs that aren't you know, listed here, right? And remember in non-QM loans, everything's changing every day. Guidelines are changing, LTVs are changing. Uh, obviously pricing is changing, but lucky for us, the non-QM pricing doesn't fluctuate as much with the market like the conventional loans do. Now, again, not only are there our regular primary homes, I mean, look at how many programs we have for the primary homes. Now, especially for the newer loan officers, I know there's a lot of you out there that don't know how all of these programs work. Experienced loan officers probably know how most of these work, 
for primary residences, but some of you may not be used to the non-QM world. It may be very important for you to know about the 1099 programs. It might be very important for you to make sure you know what a PNL is, because if you can't qualify your client on a bank statement loan, you ne your next step is typically for a PNL, right? And look at the breakdown here. A lot of details, but not too many details. It's not like you're reading guidelines, right? So that's the big takeaway here from today. This is already on your website. Now, this is also something that you can, you know, give to your clients, right? That's why it's public. So you can actually give this to your clients as far as obviously, you know, you would pull up the actual program that you want to show them, right? So, you know, if somebody's talking about a PNL or you're, you know, interested in it or want to know how it works, obviously you can talk to them about it, but you can also copy this link right here. And of course, you're going to be copying your website link. So you're going to be up in the corner here. Your contact info is going to be there. So not only can you use this to make sure you know these different types of loans, but you can also send them to your client to educate your client. Having a conversation on the phone is one thing, but following up with information about these different programs and how creative we can get when we're finding these financing programs for them, you know, they're going to feel more comfortable. You're sending them a, a public website link with more information. And of course, these are just general info. So your client still needs to speak to you. You still need to go in depth with your client, but at least they can see a public page with official information about how these loan programs work. A lot of people, it's easier to look at this than to remember what you talked about on the phone, right? So when you're talking about some different creative financing loan types, stuff that's, you know, non-QM, stuff that's a little off the wall. I would follow up when you're talking to them with some, you know, a link here to get some more clarity, right? And make sure that they know how these loan types work. Make sure that they know that you know how these loan types work because it's on your website, right? You're sending them a link to your website, letting them know, hey, here's more information on my site about the program that we talked about. So the big takeaway for today, the goal for today's training would be accomplished. I would really love it. And it would make this training all worth it. If everybody here can just go to their website, click on loan programs and just look at everyone, absorb it. Even the primary home loans, a lot of you don't know how a one-time closed construction loan works or what it is. Right. So we want to make sure that we brush up on all of these different loan programs and make sure that we know at least the basics of every type of loan program. Because what's going to happen here when we're talking about actual when we're talking about actual creative financing? What does that really mean? That means we have to get creative because our client has a need that other people can't fill or that, that they're having problem fulfilling that need. That's when we need to get creative. So at the mortgage calculator, we have over 5,000 non-QM products just with us as the lender. Then there's tens of thousands 
that we can broker through other through the other you know 90 lenders that we broker through but just with us being the lender as the correspondent lender we have over 5000 non-QM programs now you can't even start diving into these programs unless you know the basics of each one so that you know what way to head right now, at the mortgage calculator, you also have the support directory at the top of your CRM. So you can email the loan scenarios through there and get some help there as well, right? And some guidance and direction. But you want to have a general knowledge of where you could start to take this loan. If somebody is telling you they're looking for a primary residence, but they're not going to be able to prove their income in any type of way, not even through a bank statement, or they're just not employed at all and are not going to be able to show any employment, you should have a light bulb pop in your head of ding, ding, ding. The only thing we're going to be able to do here is CDFI no ratio, right? That's a that's a pretty easy one where a light bulb pops up and says, hey, if you're not going to be able to show employment or income, we're talking about a primary residence. There is no DSCR loan for it, you know, or anything like that. Then obviously we're going to have to go with the CDFI no ratio owner occupied loan. Now, if they can prove if they have bank statements or a PL or something like that, 1099, of course, you would go those ways. Those are pretty self-explanatory. But things like that CDFI no ratio, that's something where you would have had to, you know, know about this, right? You would have had to look on the website, see what that is, see how that works. So as soon as somebody tells you, hey, this is my scenario, you already know which direction that you're heading. You're going to go pull up those, uh, those programs, look at the quotes, read the guidelines, and then now you're going to be able to help your client, Right. So we have all kinds of videos on our YouTube about different types of financing that you can use to get creative. But the main thing here is that you can't get creative and start doing all this, you know, creative stuff for your client unless you know the basics of all the different loan types that we have to offer. Right. So that's the main point here is go to the website. Look at all the different loan products we have to offer. You don't have to read the entire guidelines of every single project. We give you a product, excuse me. We give you the basics of what you're really going to need to do what we're talking about. That's exactly what those pages are for. The very basics that you're going to need to know where to go and to be able to have a conversation with your borrower about it. Now, once you're heading that way, once you find that your borrower would fit into one of those programs, then of course you're going to read all of the guidelines and make sure that your client is going to fit those guidelines, right? So our programs are obviously endless here, but for example, just like the CDFI no ratio owner occupied, if your client is telling you, see right away, here's a dead giveaway. They're self-employed, right? We're talking about using bank statements, right? But when you're asking them and interviewing them about this product, you're going to find out, oh, you know what? Their bank statements are declining in income, right? There's, you know, a problem with the income going down, 
month over month, that's going to be a problem, right? Um, Things like if they tell you they have some overdraft fees in the past two years, if they have three or more, they're pretty much locked out of that bank statement program. But what can we do? We could move on to the P&L program, which is only going to require usually one bank statement, most recent bank statement, just to show there actually was money coming into the account, but we're going to do it based on a P&L. Now, for you to be able to talk to your client you know, about a P&L and know what you're talking about, you need to at least know this stuff, right? The very basics, who would qualify for it, what kind of property types are there, the LTVs, how they're going to actually verify that income. I mean, this is super important, right? This is super important to know and a P&L, how they're actually going to do the P&L, right? So very important that you check all of these out. Some other creative finance options. We do have things like the short-term rental properties when you're talking to your borrowers about that. These are things that most people can't help them with, right? Most lenders do not have a short-term rental DSCR loan, right? It's just not going to happen. 90% of the loan officers that they could talk to are not going to be able to do those programs. We have all kinds of creative financing options, but you're going to need to put in the work to just get familiar with each of them. Condo tells this is another program that most people don't have access to. It's not that you're the only people, but again, 90 plus percent of loan officers do not have these programs available to them. They're focused on conventional FHA, USDA, VA, and loans like that. We have all kinds of creative programs. You know, something that Jose is literally going back and forth with one of our one of our loan officers talking about a scenario is that they can't qualify for an FHA right now, but they could do a ground up construction and then later they could refinance that into a FHA or conventional loan. So Jose, you know, put his creative financing hat on, looked at the scenario that they were talking about and found a solution by saying, you know what? I know how the ground up construction loans work. I know how refinancing out of them works. I know the types of programs that that person in that scenario may be able to do. So now Jose or, you know, and that loan officer can go back to their client. They're going to be, uh, you know, looked at as a consultant because they have all these creative ways to go about making this deal happen. But my main point for today's training is that you can't even get past step one of coming up with these creative ways to finance if you don't know the basics of each of these different programs. The commercial loans, the five to eight unit DSCR loans, these are a big problem solver for people with five to eight units. Traditionally, five to eight unit loans are considered actual commercial. That's even why it's under the commercial loan section here. But with our amazing five to eight unit DSCR programs, these are treated as residential, just like a one to four unit DSCR, as opposed to a commercial loan. 
everyone else, well, again, nearly everyone else that your client could talk to is going to tell them that anything over four units is a commercial loan because they have no programs that are doing this, you know, niche product of the five to eight, but treating it like the one to four. So for those of you not familiar, when you treat it as a commercial loan, the rates are way higher and they can choose not to do the loan if they don't like the area. Most of the time, they're going to deny it right off the bat because of the market. They're going to be looking at the population. They're going to be looking at the crime rate in the area. When a commercial loan, when you're doing a commercial loan here, you're going to have all kinds of obstacles. But when you're using our five to eight unit, you're going to solve those problems for that borrower. That borrower is going to say, yeah, I tried to go to this commercial lender. They wouldn't do it because of the population in the area or whatever the case may be. Well, you can solve that problem by saying, oh, that's no problem. I'm going to treat it actually as a residential property. And then they can't discriminate against where it is or what the crime rate is or anything like that, right? So that's a huge problem solver right there. Just to highlight a few of these, right? We're not going to go through all of them, but just to highlight a few of them, the nine to 100 units, which is a commercial program. And most people just don't have access to that large of loan amounts or that many units. This is a big deal here, doing these big deals. It's not easy to get financing for these large apartment complexes, uh, nine, you know, nine plus units. It's not easy. And the people out there that are looking to do this are normally having to buy it cash or put down huge down payments. But we have a lot of programs that will offer better terms. And again, Let's learn about them, right? Plenty of stuff here to learn about the nine to 100 unit program. So as I said, I'm going to keep it short here today. Also notice that on your pages, this is the same thing with your page. You all have a calculator for them to, you know, calculate their DSCR. And of course you have, you know, all the mortgage calculators here as well, but cool page here. And of course, they can start their instant quote here and they can put in their information and all that kind of stuff. They have our ratings, they have about. So this is a great link that you can send people. And again, this would be in follow-up to a loan that you've talked about, right? You're not just going to send them this link. You would have had a conversation on the phone, figured out what problem you need to solve, and then talk to them about that. And then you could send them a link to say, hey, this is what I was talking about, right? And, and again, so you're not going to just copy this link and send it to a client without speaking to them. You're going to go over in detail, gather all the information, figure out that this is a product they may be able to use, talk to them about it on the phone, gauge their interest, give them some information. And then afterwards, you could say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and send you a link. It has kind of a breakdown of these programs, a general breakdown. But you can check that out in the meantime, but I'm also going to go get you an actual quote. But in the meantime, you could check out this page with some general information. So again, these are all on your website. So it's good to send them this link. They're not going to, you know, be in contact with another loan officer or something. You're not sending them to some place where they could start using someone else. It's on your site. If they, you know, contact through the site, it goes to you. If they submit on the site, it goes to you. So I would definitely use it as a tool. So takeaway here for today. Matter of fact, I think there's a couple questions. Let's get into that here. 
Would you suggest we use a URL shortener like bit.ly when sending the link? A lot of the times people don't like those link shorteners because they can't really see where they're clicking. If you're doing it via text, you may want to, but I would rather email them this. It's a little bit more formal and I would give them the whole address because people don't like clicking on links where they can't see what it is necessarily, right? They could be going to a sketchy page, but when you're sending them the actual link here to the site, right? Uh, To a secure site, it's a little bit better. And anything via email is a lot more formal, you know, than text. When you send them a quote and stuff through the system, it'll send them a text, but that's really more so just an alert so they can look there. The next thing here in the chat, CDFI no ratio sounds like a cool loan. It absolutely is. Only a couple institutions offer it. It is an exception to the laws that were put in place after the uh, you know meltdown of the housing industry and you know all of the laws now require them to have an ability to repay well in the CDFI no ratio world there's only a couple institutions that are allowed this designation from the treasury department to be able to sidestep that because they are geared towards serving uh, you know un- underserved borrowers right so it is an amazing program. You can look it up, CDFI, no ratio. We do have it. And it's definitely something, you know, CDFI, no ratio is great for things like people with crypto, right? They might have a, but Nick's used it for people in the past that are crypto people that don't have a job. They don't have a steady stream of income coming into their bank account necessarily to show for a bank statement. They just have a lot of crypto and they have a lot of money. And this was more so true, you know, back when Nick was doing these loans and crypto was a lot higher of a value before it crashed a little bit. So the point was people had all kinds of money in crypto, but they didn't necessarily want to sell the crypto. They weren't selling it on a consistent basis so they could show the traces in their bank account over 12 months. And so it's a, it's an easy loan for them. Jose likes to talk about it's a great loan for somebody relocating. Maybe they don't have their new job yet. Maybe it's like a doctor or something where they know they're going to get a new job. So they're going to be able to afford it, but they just don't have that new job yet. Well, that's okay. They could do the CDFI no ratio and they would be able to use that to you know, purchase the house, relocate. But keep in mind, although there's no employment, no income verification, the other side to that is that it's 20% down or more. And you also have to have 12 to 24 months reserved. So it's not necessarily for people that don't, you know, have money. It's for people who can't qualify otherwise. And that's why it's great to talk about here on this training of creative financing, right? That's an amazing thing where you can get creative by saying, hey, we're going to overcome this issues with this program, but we're going to need X, Y, Z. You need to be able to relay that to your client on the phone, on the fly. That's why we're talking about coming in here and looking at all these programs because you need to be able to talk to them you know, on the fly about these programs and don't just tell them, hey, we could do the CDFI no ratio. You want to tell them, hey, well, if we can do 20% down, I do have a program that will, you know, allow us to not have to verify income or employment, but you don't just want to tell them that and then not tell them about the 20% when they tell you, hey, that's completely out the window. Now we're all wasting our time trying to chase down this program that we never could have done in the first place. Right. All right. 
So, yep, probably helpful for certain borrowers. Exactly. So let's go ahead and wrap it up then. I appreciate everybody tuning in. My challenge to everybody is go to their website, read each one of these. I know it might seem kind of long, but trust me, you need to get a hold of them, the general gist of each one, and that will really help you in your daily activity. So thank you everybody for tuning in. It's Friday today, so the next time we will see you is on Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern for the next episode of the Loan Officer Sales Training with the Mortgage Calculator. Have a great weekend, everyone.